Welcome to Covenant Church's Sermon Discussion. This conversation happens most Wednesdays on Facebook Live between me, Michelle Lichty, the Communication Director at Covenant, and the Preaching Pastor from the previous Sunday. If you haven't already, I recommend listening to the sermon before listening to our discussion. Good afternoon. I'm Michelle Lichty, and I'm here with you today. Um, Brantley Jordan is on vacation, and so he's not here. And I just wanted to give you guys an update. Um, I was gone last week. Brantley's gone this week. David Henderson, who is preaching this Sunday, is gone next week. And so we are not going to have our sermon discussions until we'll be back in November um, to discuss the sermon from October 31st. So um, I wanted to make sure that you guys had that update. I didn't even realize it until earlier this week that this was going to happen. And um, as I was thinking about this past Sunday's sermon, I thought, um, you know, Brantley talked about Jesus, the new teacher, and he went through a ton of verses in John chapter one, talking about Jesus, the lamb of God. And he took us through, um, oh goodness. Now I have to look at my notes, three or four different sections. Um, and he took us through the process of noticing, um, what was happening in that section of verses asking, what does that mean? And also asking, how can we apply that? Um, And he didn't get to the very last section of that chapter. So I thought um, that perhaps we could just do that um, together uh, right now live. Like I literally um, just pulled out my Bible and just pulled out my sermon notes. And so um, this, I didn't really, really prepare for this, but I thought it would be interesting to read that. And so um, the section he did not get to was John chapter one, verses 43 through 50. And so I am going to uh, read that for you. It's actually 51. Um, The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael and told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, Here is a true Israelite in whom there is nothing false. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus said, you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You shall see greater things than that. Then he added, I tell you the truth, you shall see heaven open and angels of God ascending and descending on the son of man. So what do you notice? And feel free to comment because it's just me here today. Um, 
I noticed that just like Andrew, Philip went and found a friend and told a friend about Jesus. I also noticed it's very interesting. He says, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And we know that the reality is he's really the son of God. Joseph was his adoptive earthly father. Um, We know that from the um, genealogy at the beginning of Matthew and also in Luke, I think it's chapter three, where Luke gives um, Jesus's genealogy. Um, So he told a friend, just like Andrew did in the previous section. And here's the other, another thing I noticed, Nathaniel scoffed at it. He was not prone to believe, was he? Nothing good can come from Nazareth, he said. And Philip wasn't phased by his doubting, by his disbelief, by his sarcastic response. Philip said, hey, just come and see. Just come and see for yourself and see what, see if you believe. So I think that's really interesting. Let's see. What else do I notice? Um, that something that Jesus said to him caused Nathaniel to believe that Jesus is the Messiah. Now, what, what, what Jesus said to him seems pretty innocuous. Like I saw you under the fig tree before Philip talked to you. Well, what does that mean? And I think scholars can debate and we can debate and we could imagine and we could, we could think and we could talk about it and decide. But the reality is whatever it was that Jesus saw, Nathaniel realized what he had seen and realized that Jesus was the Messiah. And that's really the important thing is that Jesus, that Philip, um, Philip, now I'm getting all confused. Nathaniel realized that Jesus was the Messiah. And then Jesus's response is really interesting. You believe because I told you, I saw you under the fig tree. You shall see greater things than that. And then he makes this kind of oblique reference. Um, and it's kind of odd. You shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the son of man. What does that mean? Well, he's referring to um, Genesis. Let's see if I can find it. I think it's Genesis 28, where Jacob has fled his family because he's stolen the blessing from his older brother Esau, and he's fleeing to go to his uncle um, Laban in Haran. And so he's left Bathsheba. So this is uh, Genesis 28, verse 10, verses 10 through 15. And he's, 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 he's having to sleep out under the stars. And he's just, he just, uh, he lays down and he has this dream while he's sleeping of a stairway resting on the earth with its top reaching to heaven. And the angels of God were ascending and descending upon it. And there above it stood the Lord. And he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father, Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. And he goes on to tell, um, to, to 
reiterate the promises that God made to Abraham and to Isaac. And he's telling Jacob, I'm, I'm going to fulfill my promises. And so this is the stairway dream that Jacob has or Jacob's ladder. Sometimes it's some versions call it Jacob's ladder. And, and so here Jesus says, I am that ladder. I am that stairway that allows you to, that allows, that will allow people to have a relationship with me. Um, so it's, it's a way of bridging, also bridging that, um, we kind of see it as a divide, but just, just, it's a referral back to the old Testament and bringing, um, the truth of the old Testament into the new Testament as well. <coughs> so those are some of the things that I noticed. And I kind of went into what does that mean with, with the stairway reference. Um, and I think if you remember being in the service on Sunday or even watching it online, Brintley asked someone to say after every section, and what is the main point of each section? Do you remember what the main point of each section was? It was Jesus is the Messiah. That is the main point. Jesus is the Messiah and we can trust him as the Messiah. And so I think probably one of the main questions we can ask is what convinced you or what convinced me that Jesus was the Messiah? Um, what brought me to a, a saving knowledge of, of Jesus? Um, and for me, it was when I was four, I remember going on a church retreat with my family and I don't remember what precipitated it. It must have been some sort of a discussion or a, or a talk about heaven and hell or something. But I remember laying in the bed. My dad was tucking me in. And I said to my dad, Dad, how, Daddy, how can I be sure that I can go to heaven? And right there in my bed, um, my dad explained to me that Jesus was the way to heaven. Jesus was the only way to know God because Jesus came and died on the cross for my sins. And he rose again and is sitting at the right hand of Jesus and wants to have a relationship with me. And right then I prayed and with my dad and prayed that, um, that Jesus would be my King forever and that I would follow him with my life. And, you know, some, somebody did once say to me, but you were four years old. Do you think it really took? And I'm like, mm, what does that mean? You know, did it really take? Yes. Do I really believe that Jesus is the Messiah still? Yes, I do. I do believe Jesus is the Messiah. And I have, um, I've had my ups and downs and I've had my times of doubt and I've had my times of, of wondering and frustration. And does this really does, is the Bible really true? Those questions. And the reality is, is that, um, God's brought me through all of it. And I do believe the Bible is true. And I do want to live that live as Jesus is my Messiah and he is my King. And I hope that is, the, that is true of you. And if it is not, um, feel free to reach out, comment on this Facebook live post or email us at connect 
at covenantepc.org. And either either I will respond or somebody on our staff will respond and 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 just and talk with you about that. And it and I just want to say that your first reaction can be doubt, just like Nathaniel. It can be doubt. It can be disbelief. It can be like, yeah, right. Just like Nathaniel. And then, and then you have to decide on your own if Jesus really is the Messiah, if he really is, as, as Nathaniel says, the King of Israel, the son of God, because you notice, I mentioned this earlier, Philip said, Jesus of Nazareth is the son of Joseph. And then Nathaniel, just a few days, few verses later says, Rabbi, you are the son of God. So he really did believe. All right. Well, thank you for joining me today. And if you have um, comments or questions, please feel free to leave those um, either on the Facebook or on our podcast or on our blog. And um, I hope that uh, I was just looking at my notes, trying to think, how did Brentley wrap up his sermon? And I don't think I have very good notes for that. So I'm just going to say thank you for joining me and have a great day.